Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by producer Joel. Hi, producer Joel here. Hey, you're waving to me as well. That's nice, isn't it? I like using Zoom with this. Yeah, so do I. It's nice to see your face. Ah. You're wearing a hat indoors. I'm wearing a hat indoors because I haven't done my hair, Joel. And if I'm going to show it to anyone, it needs doing because it's very long at the moment. So is mine. No. I'm not worried about doing it. Yours is, you can, yours is, yours is, no, yours is all right, Joel. You you have done something. You have done something to it. We've, We've mentioned it, haven't we? You've had it cut, haven't you? No. You didn't get your girlfriend to do it or something? No, she wouldn't do it. You tried. You you trust her to do that, would you? Yeah, of course. That's nice of you. Why wouldn't she do it? Lazy. Lazy, yeah. Really lazy. It's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. (laughs) So, uh, this episode, this is the bonus episode that we're putting out because... We got loads of five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. What a nice Lovely reviews. What a nice listenership we have. So They're the best. Yeah. So this is a little bonus, little treat for you for doing that. Um and if you know if anyone's listened to this that didn't do that, if you do it now and we get another five, we can put another bonus episode out. <gasps> Bit of fun, isn't it? We can. Yeah. That's not bad. There we go. So this bonus episode is John Hastings. Let's talk about some bits that, that annoy you that they don't work. Um, the big one right now, it's weird because I've been writing a lot more because I've been just cooped up in my house. Uh, good. So it's one of those weird things where I have a bit right now that I, I know will not work, but I find very funny. Right. You, so you, have you, tr- you haven't tried it? I, I, will ne- I, I will never try it because I know it won't work, <laughs> but I find it really funny. Okay. Which is uh, uh, every germaphobe I know doesn't use condoms. <laughs> okay there's no joke like i can't and i can't like do you do that where you like you get a seat and then you try and write around it yeah, yeah yeah i've tried and it's like my brain is literally like no that's where i stand on that issue we're going no further yeah, yeah. than that oh yeah i don't write around stuff no but but yeah my, like majority of comics will do won't they well yeah because you, um, you're also much shorter jokes like if you wrote around your jokes that would be they'd be too long for yeah. your style there'd be bits then yeah because how- like so Here's a question I've always wanted to ask someone who's a one-liner merchant, boring a phrase of the UK circuit before we move on to other jokes. Hit me. 
when you're right so how do you get inspiration for a one-liner does it literally just come to you or do you have to sit down with a dictionary what do you do nah so what do you do like to to make that process work so if I so most of it happens in conversation. So I'm quite good at spotting wordplay. So um. just anyone else talking, and then if I could, if if I think oh there's a smart ass response there for a double meaning or something, then I'll write that down. And then later on, once I've got loads of those, I'll sit down and try and work out how to craft them. Um, but if I know I've got Edinburgh coming up and I've got no inspiration, I'll sit down and just like read like. I don't do it. I used to this a, a lot with read phrases and that, but it, it, to be honest, it's hard to get decent stuff out of that. Um, so yeah, so usually, which is why I'm finding it difficult now because I've only got my flatmates to talk to, whereas before <laughs> I'd be interacting a lot with different people. Whereas I think certain people only talk the same way. So once you've sort of harvested what the way they talk, it's quite hard to get any more out of them, I think. Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting because mine's also like is so I always I always try and go with either I put myself in the scenario or it's something that's actually happened that I've heightened or I'm just telling the story of. So it's yeah. that weird thing of it's just mining my life. But I didn't really I never thought of it that way of because if it's wordplay and it's interaction, a lot of that's fueled by you just talking to a busman for two seconds and then yeah. Uh, more like number sixty nine. <laughs> so, so with so with your germaphobe joke, yes. Why why don't you think that would work? Um, I don't think it's. I think it's a bit too niche. I think it's a bit too weird. Uh, there's no setup. So for me, I don't know anyone. I don't really know many germaphobes. See, this is another thing. Is it's uh, like I. This is based off of a very limited amount of people in my life. Yeah. But it is true of all all of the people that I know that are germaphobes. All of them are wow. all of them are raw dog rascals as well, which I is <laughs> is such a lovely dichotomy. Dichotomy may not be even the right word for that. It's just a, it's just a lovely th- observation that I've seen yeah. that I find really funny. But I realize it's one of those things where the audience for that joke is me, and I'm yeah yeah yeah. I can't both laugh and enjoy. I, I can't both say and enjoy the joke at the same time. So it's one of those things where I will just keep it either as um, a retort in some other situation. I will see if I can build it in at some point. I will see if like inspiration strikes to give me something else to add on top of it and yeah, yeah. like I'm, so it's in the bank yeah like it's how in depth is your note taking like do you have like notebook upon notebook and or do you go on computer what is your what is your methodology i stick stuff in my phone initially like in notes and then i write when i come to craft it i usually write it by hand and once i've worked out the version i like i'll stick that back in my phone again but in like a google doc yeah i go phone to laptop completely written out printed out tagged like with a pen on like legal paper and then finally written out in bullet form and then like okay in that process then that final thing so something like that will be sort of kept for i'm punching up or trying to make something else work and it's like i need a ridiculous sort of observation about a group doing the opposite of which they preach, maybe that'll come in there. But who, who yeah. knows? Like, it's just one of those things where you just, I just, you feel like a crazy person because, like, I've moved a fair amount. And the amount of times I've literally moved boxes of old notebooks 
Yeah. But, and it's the amount of, every time I think I'm going to throw them out, I will flip through them and be like, oh, that's actually like this, and then I'll get something out of it. So it's just one of those things where I'm yeah, not in a place. Whenever I get Whenever I get a dry patch of like inspiration, I will just go through old notepads and see something that I haven't seen for a long time, and then it will spark something else. Have you had a line where it took you years to get it to work? Oh, there's loads like that. Loads. Just just a lot of them, to be honest. Like A lot of my last show was from notes from probably five, six years ago when I wasn't as good at writing. Really? So I, I wouldn't have known how to get the laugh out of it then mm. but I, I i could now so i mean that is like that is a lot of my process is going back to old stuff i uh last year my show in edinburgh in 2019 i had a bit about almost working for the band the insane clown posse the what sorry the band the insane clown posse okay i applied to work for them and i couldn't figure out how to make it work because in essence the anecdote was the sentence i applied to work for the insane clown posse and they just never got back to me, which is very embarrassing because they suck as a band. But there's nothing funny in that. And I just was trying right. everything to make it work. And it was finally my now wife came up with the solution of lean into the fact of how embarrassing it is. You got turned down for work by a band you do not like you do not care for. Yeah. And it's that interesting thing of like how long it's something you learn the longer you do something like stand up is you need to like keep at something for it can be years it can be a year it can be asking someone else hey any thoughts on this so you like yeah it's that weird thing of you think that like oh if it doesn't work this way that way or the other way it's done and it's like well no wait five years when you actually get yep. good at writing so when you when you made that change did that make a consistent difference then as it made the change to that joke, or yeah, it, yeah, it, once she it made the joke, she suggested it, it. it made the joke work. Like it went from yeah. not working to working. Is that a band that people? I I don't know that band. Is that a known band? It is. It's one of those things. It's a band that's known within a certain generation. Um, right. And this is a fun thing. Of uh, this is a fun tip for people that are traveling in other places. British people, as an audience, get really turned off if they don't understand. Um, if they don't understand a cultural reference, while well, North Americans will just go along with you. Right, okay. Yeah. Was that saying in the microwave? No, it's a friend texted me. I was supposed to do a professional wrestling watch-along after this, and then we canceled it, and I forgot to tell the guy. So he- oh, wicked. Yeah, man. I just started a... I just literally just recorded a little wrestling podcast with Joey Page. Oh. We just got bored, so we're going to start talking about... AW and NXT. It was all over the place, but I think we'll get it slicker after well, the next couple of... It's an interesting time for pro wrestling, and we can just talk about this for one second, then we'll move back to comedy, because all the shows are having to be done in an empty arena scenario, and mm. also, um, I think that this is going to last a little bit longer than they're prepared to acknowledge, so I think some wrestlers are going to get released. So some people we didn't think would end up in AEW might end up in AEW, Oh, right. Um, as well as we have the signing of Ron Gronkowski. What's that? Mm. Uh, the Ron Gronkowski. Uh, you know yeah. Ron Gronkowski? I, they, mm. I think that his signing is a very interesting shift in where the WWE is going because he is, for the first time in a long time, a giant celebrity who yes. actually loves wrestling. Yeah, 
do, do you think that's do you think that's what so do you think they're spending all their money on that? I think they are spending all their money on that, and I think it's going to set a bad precedent because I think it's going to work out well with Gronk, and they're going to yeah. try it again and again and again, and it won't work out with anyone else because no one else has the love of the game like old Gronk man does. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, cause, what do you think is going to happen at Mania? Do you think I it's can't shit even show? imagine. Like, listen, if people think that <laughs> that germaphobe joke is niche, strap in for all of the things I'm going to put in my notebook. Just watching six hours of empty <laughs> arena wrestling. Yeah. Oh my god. So you do, you do regular watch-alongs as a podcast? I have a podcast called The Wrestler Review, available on where all good podcasts are sold, where we review uh, an individual wrestler one at a time. Um, and essentially it was born out of, no, there's no actual, there weren't comedians doing wrestling podcasts when we started, yeah. shockingly, five years ago. There was uh, <laughs> just wrestling journalists doing podcasts and trying to be funny, so we just leaned into trying to be funny so we just say a lot of things about come and do a lot of really horrific impressions of territorial wrestlers and this year in 2020 we're doing a full year retrospective on vincent kennedy mcmahon cur- oh, currently wow. in the mid 80s it's a real mire um yeah because you think oh there's not a lot to talk about with vince mcmahon there's like there is so much more to talk about you weirdly gain a lot of respect for him and a huge dislike of the territorial, this is such a niche, but territory owners <laughs> going through yeah. the transition of Vince McMahon taking over the country because you're just like, all of you would have done this. You just didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Have you been watching The Dark Sides of the Ring? I just watched the new, the reason why I didn't want to start this episode earlier is I was just watching the new Jack Dark Side of the Ring. It is haunting and horrifying. Really? So we, so with my girlfriend's just got into wrestling, so we're watching it. It's quite nice because it actually tells her a bit of the history with stuff as well. Yeah, especially the early, the first season has some great history of, especially of like the, the Von Erich one, the fabulous Moolah one of like things that are never. We haven't seen those yet. Yeah, they're never covered by the WWE because it's just not part of their timeline of pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, we just watched Bruiser Brody last night, oh. which like was shocking. Like She had no idea. Like, I'd heard about the story, but, I mean, it's absolutely crazy. It's so crazy. Either just, a, and like, there's still no one knows why he did it. There's n- no. No. Oh, my. And then the Benoit one, was that's a tough one. Oh, I had myself Christ. a nice big cry during the Chris Benoit one. <laughs> when Chris Benoit's son says. When his son. When yeah, his yeah, son said, yeah. I don't know what to do, he's still my hero. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I, I had to, I lay on my sofa and wept. Like I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting emotional right now. It was, yeah, the most brutal thing in the entire. This poor fucking kid, like he's an yeah. innocent in all of this. None of this is his fault, and he has to, because he's a beautiful human. He carries this for the rest of his life. Good, yeah, God. And when his auntie came oh over, oh my God! And then we just and they were hugging. Yeah. Oh Christ in hell! And I, I got, I, as I listened to the Jericho podcast about it before I saw that. So and, and they were saying about that, like a lot more detail about the fact that they hadn't seen each other and how emotional it was. So that got me even more when that happened. Holy Lord! No, yeah, man, it's weird that none yeah. of those tragedies have ever befallen stand-up comedy. And back to jokes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's one of the, and it's interesting talking about pro wrestling because it's something that I've always tried to incorporate into stand up. The yeah. problem is, is it's again, it's too it's too niche for the people and disliked by the people that don't like it. 
and yeah. it's too loved by the people that do like it. So it's and it's also like the th- to actually be funny about it, you need to be performing for an audience that get the references. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're just performing for people who go, well, it's fake and I don't like that. And then you're just doing those yeah. shitty jokes about like, well, lots of stuff is fake. I was meant to do Pun Run and it was a, a geek special. So I said, oh, I suppose I could do ones about wrestling. And then the closer it got, I was like, this isn't going to work. Cause, no. Because like even geeks don't know about wrestling in general. Yeah, wrestling has been surpassed in that like the sort of the... The the embracement of nerd culture is only embracing of Marvel comic book culture. No one is into yeah. like I'm a ludicrous wrestling nerd, and I bum people out. Like I bum out other <laughs> wrestling fans when I really get into it because I'm just like, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean you don't know about all the d- different ECW champions? Pretty Shane Douglas, bro. Like you're just like, ah, what an awful person. Um, but it is—it's one of those things where I always sort of set like six-year goals for writing, and mine is like I want to get a joke about wrestling. That so have you tried some? I've tried. That, that didn't work. I've tried a ton. And it's like what? What sort of angle do you go for when you talk about it? It's mostly talking about. Again, I try and always lean towards personal. So the fact that I know a pro wrestler, um, the fact yeah. that people want to go out of their way um, to um, just assume you're an idiot. Um, they want, like, And then it's also those weird things I've always tried and put in rules where it's like you can't address the fact that people think it's fake, which is sort of stupid because it is the elephant in the room with that joke. It's just I've heard so many people do annoying variations on that topic where yes. I'm just like I don't want to cover that anymore that I feel has been covered to death so I want to find something else that's more it's not news anymore either that's exa- that's a great way of putting it it isn't news it's it's like it's just meh and there's so much more to it mostly I think the angle yes. in it mostly is is what why um, why do people feel it's necessary to bring people down about that about the love of professional wrestling where other things yeah. are let go and yet I yeah I, but I don't I still don't know where like it's weird I will take like years and to, it's a real aggression towards it there's such an aggression towards it unnecessary unnecessarily so some would say some might say <laughs> it's one of those things that I feel like you need to have it's like my my girlfriend was a very hard sell, but once she <laughs> hard so, sell. <laughs> oh, but once come on, eh? Once once she watched <laughs> once uh, she watched the page film. You know the have you, you know fighting with my family. I, I I am aware of it. I have not seen it, but yes, continue. So so basically, it's a very nice sort of outline to really explain to someone what wrestling is and why you could like it i think it also anything is relatable if it's within your own national identity and community in that for me it was a big deal that brett and owen hart were canadian on television when i was a kid because canada was never on tv i think it also probably helps that the UK has this crazy wrestling tradition that still sort of is carny and weird and mm. stuff like that. So it helps. And probably your girlfriend was like, oh, I'm English. This is about English people. No, she's Greek. She's Greek. Yeah, so the Grecos. Mate, well, that's of course why she loves wrestling. They invented it, mate, back in the 
Back in the pre-Jesus <laughs> yeah. times, just a couple of fellows with their tallywhackers out having a hug. <laughs> so, but she actually gets quite excited if there's a, a, a Greek wrestler. Of course. Well, quite a lot of wrestlers look Greek. And she's like, well, he must be Greek. Like like Johnny Gargano, she said, looks Greek. This is a very, by the way, a very classic Greek. I don't want to stereotype, but I'm going to. Is Greek people will just claim anyone as Greek if they if they <laughs> like them. Yeah. Like she says, oh, Ricochet looks a bit Greek. There is no way. Ricochet. Oh, who doesn't like Ricochet? He's <laughs> so much shorter than he has any right to be. Like he should not be that small and that slight. And he's... A tiny wee man who's so good at his job. Wow, I've never even noticed that. So that says a lot. Have you listen? This this comedy podcast is so about wrestling, but who gives a hoot? <laughs> I know, but I like it. Yeah, so do I. Oh my god, I will talk. I'll talk about this year's Royal Rumble for six hours straight. Um, <laughs> if you look at his size compared to Brock Lesnar and um, uh, Drew, he's so much smaller. Yeah. Like he's child to adult size, and yet such an amazing wrestler. Let's just hope to God he leaves the WWE, pops on over to AEW, and whoo, whoo. <laughs> so I'm assuming you're a big AEW fan, then. Um, they. I was not pleased at the I'm beginning. I'm loving it. I was not happy at the beginning. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't like the direction. I thought there was. I. I'm not watching your stupid YouTube series so for those of you who don't know who are wrestling fans there's two wrestling companies there's wwe and then there's something called AEW, which is all elite wrestling it was essentially launched by three to four different wrestlers a lot of it over social media one of their big platforms was a web series called being the elite which for the first portion of this company being in existence you kind of had to watch their web series to understand the plot line of their tv show i was not yeah. prepared to do that because i I give my, I give too much of my life to wrestling already, <laughs> so I um, didn't do that. And it, clearly, a lot of people were in my boat because they were just like, "We're not watching your stupid TV show, you fuck." <laughs> and so they started putting a lot more stuff on. Um, uh, a lot more stuff is actually on the TV show and is way better and it's also certain things yeah. like them pushing adam page fantastic like there's just so much good stuff yeah there's some lovely good stuff they're creating their own stars hell yeah baby <laughs> I lo- anyway comedy let's go back to comedy because because i'm not sure how much my producer will keep in of wrestling stuff i want all of it but we'll see how about this producer fucking listen to the boss hey <laughs> <laughs> and i am the um, boss so what other bits have you written down that you've got for us? All right. So we've got uh, germaphobe. Oh, did I accidentally close the window? No. There it is. It's just, I literally, I moved over to, uh, I literally closed the, the comedy um, thing when we started talking about wrestling. Here's, okay, this is a joke that I use. That Okay, so do you have ones that are like 50-50, 60-40? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a joke. This was in my B jokes. Yeah, this was in my show in Edinburgh last year and it would work exactly half the time. And to this day I don't know why, <laughs> which is uh I have anxiety, I've dealt with it. It's low level anxiety. For those of you who don't know what low level anxiety is, it basically just means I leave every social situation thinking, Ho ho um uh 
uh, uh, fucked that up, but not enough to apologize, but just enough to think about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, that's nice because people can relate to that. But here's the thing is, I don't think ever, not a, it really shows how many people uh, acknowledge or have anxiety because yeah. it's basically you need enough people in the room that have experience with anxiety or have anxiety to relate to it. So if they don't, that's tr- like it's it was such an interesting lesson of like oh this is really who has it has it and who doesn't doesn't so would you comment afterwards if it went well be like you can tell that there's lots of anxious people in the room no or I, not i just i just keep on going baby although actually if it died you could probably say oh, i'm gonna be thinking about that joke for the rest of the day yeah it was what yeah oh i never even thought of that but i will be saying that from now on and stealing that line and not crediting <laughs> you with it um <laughs> but yeah there was a fair amount there was a fair amount of that um it was a fair amount of like it was it, it didn't even get a laugh to be commented on it would get this the um and that is yeah feel, feeling bad for you yeah is he okay and saying like, yeah no no it's fine well oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> I've had that before with anything that's like the sort of like oh, I'm trying to think like I had one that was something to do with um, uh, I think oh, what, what, I can't remember oh so yeah something about my girlfriend um, I, there's, the other day my, during sex my girlfriend shouted out her ex's name mm-hmm. uh, just as I walked past his house <laughs> Right, which I think is a good swerve joke, but but they get they just feel they're like oh she cheated on him, like they don't laugh. Mm. But, but if I switch it the other way around, so that I'm so like maybe I'm the asshole in it, they don't like that either. So it's sort of that in between where I, I could never find okay. Let's, a way well, let's to get break them. this down. Could it be um uh, location? Also, take it out of cheating. Um, my girlfriend used uh, her ex-boyfriend's name during sex. And then maybe say, it like, I assume at some point during their relationship. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Aye. sort of t- remove the thing that's not working. Yeah, but then there's less oomph to it, I think. I don't know. That. That's the only trouble. I think p- potentially, but it's also the way if you're clever in the, oh, it could be- in the way you present it. So it's one of those it could be me go ahead. being sort of over kind of over sort of jealous and it's like me like st- complaining about something that she has no control over because that was in the past. The other thing you can also say is my girlfriend used uh, sh- yeah, screamed uh, her ex-boyfriend's name during sex. Uh, his name is also Mark. Yes, that I have. This has come up with when I was talking to a friend about it. But again, I couldn't think of a way to quite get it across. Yeah, or yeah, maybe it could just be. You know, I don't even know if I tried that. I think you should but try because yeah, yeah. that, that's a that's a good way, and it's also one of those ones where it's really goofy. Like it's so stupid, and it's also think, you're the yeah. the, you're the asshole. Yeah, and I'd say I don't like the also bit, also Mark. But I feel like it. So I feel like if it was yeah, his name's Mark, like that. It's funny, but he relies on them knowing my name. And I know that sounds stupid. But, but that here, was work in Edinburgh. 
But, but with some audiences, they don't remember who you are. But here's the... Well, then, again, I love a challenge when it's coming to any sort of stuff like this. Yeah. I feel like I sound like such a piece of shit. You're like, you, you're challenging yourself and this is the material you come up with? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, is then you have to put... You have to write a bit about your name being Mark to go yes. right before that bit. So it's one of those things where you're like, yeah. all right, well... I need to I need to address the fact my name is Mark. How do I do that? Yeah. And then it could be that it's with a C, not a K. Is it or something? Is it with a C or a K? Mine's a K. So I had so one of my first ever jokes in uh one of my like my first set was um my name's Mark with a K, not a C. Oh, I hate it when people get that wrong. Like the other day, someone was like, Mark. I was like, what? She went, oh, sorry, Mark. I was like, yeah, that's better. <laughs> it was quite surreal. <laughs> but then later on, I'd do a callback where I'd say, um, I was having sex with my girlfriend and she was like, oh, Mark. I was like, what? She went, oh, sorry, Mark. I was like, yeah, that's better. Like that, I mean, that was probably 10 years ago. Um, but that's, not, that's actually kind of similar, similar sort of vibe. I think, but, I think actually coupling it with that bit would kind of work in a weird way yeah maybe without the callback but with the first bit yeah i think it would work in a nice manner because it would just um it would just it would give it a different perspective it would also remind them all that your name is mark yeah 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 i think that's yeah i think i'll give that a try give it a fucking bash because because a hundred percent have the I, that idea has been spoke about, but I don't know whether I actually did. It might have even been on this podcast. I can't remember. I've done so many of these now. Um, great idea. Well done, mate. That's one for one now. Mm. Good stuff. What else you got down? Why do I? I keep opening the thing that I've written these all down, and then when I tell them to you, I close it and do them from memory. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I'm getting a real performance there. I'm really obsessed with climate change jokes right now. So I'm, here's a little oh, yeah. climate change suite for you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The one that I think I'm gonna. I am gonna do. I think I'm gonna try this on stage, but I'm gonna burn it for you right now, just because it's the one I've been thinking about it for about a month. Mostly because yeah. I've been in lockdown, not been able to do it. And it's either gonna work or not work. Which is, uh, um, uh, my mom doesn't believe in climate change and will often debate climate change while she's sorting her recycling. <laughs> that's great um that feels true as well it's a hundred percent true it's a hundred percent true because <laughs> where do you fall on uh, where do you fall you don't even need to do anything with that i don't know if it's gonna work though that's one of those ones where i'm like i'm not sure if it will go or not do you know what i mean like have you got a bit about her that so they already kind of know her character i do not uh, I, so, depending on like I have old bits that I could use to introduce that <coughs> or I could also be an adult and just write some because there could also be other examples of things that people could not believe in or and then be doing something related I mean I, I mean I don't know off the top of my head but like I mean, well, the other bit, the other know. bit within climate change is I live in a gentrifying neighborhood, which means that there's only two bins, um, uh, one for garbage and one for what you assume is recycling. Um, right. The amount of bins tells you a lot about a neighborhood. Like if you're in a really ritzy neighborhood, there's four bins 
one for everything. And if you're in a really bad neighborhood, there's just a wall you fuck a black bag over. (laughs) (laughs) So are these all bits you've come up that you haven't tried? Uh, The black bag one I have tried and it, it does not get oomph. And then the climate change one with my mom I have not tried. Okay. But it's again, it's amazing. I like working under, like, I think that writing or anything creative works best under huge limitations. Like, you literally go, you have to, you have to get something about this. Yes. So I will literally like obsess over trying to get a bit about that. Oh, saw just kicked up. Um. So I. What is that? There is construction on my street, and I want you all to know the windows are closed, and for some. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. What time is it there? 11.39 a.m. Ah, crikey. So it's somewhat reasonable. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, well, I can't remember what you're saying then. Um, um, so it's okay. Oh, it's yeah, a, yeah, so yeah. So you'll, you'll really go at, a bit, go at a bit, like once you you know what you want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like I'm just desperate. And I really want a bit about people denying climate change, but I don't know. I think I think the one about my mom, I think that one is, that's. I think that could be the one. But yeah. you never know. I also have a bad barometer of taking things from the page to the stage where sometimes I've written it and it's perfect. And then other times I've written it out. It reads really funny. Do it on stage. And welcome to Yawn City, everybody. <laughs> so will you like, will you, so if you do that and it doesn't work, will you try go go back to the page 100 percent. yeah i will like i'm I, yeah I, I try and make a conservative effort not to let things die which is why especially in the run-up to something like the edinburgh festival i will bomb for a while and if you want to book me for a preview <laughs> if you want to book me for a preview for 2021 that's your show's gonna be amazing then everyone's is I disagree. I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to try and write about the coronavirus, which no one needs to hear about. Yeah, um, yeah, that's going to be the new Brexit. I think once this is all over, absolutely. I, I I'm going to say it right now. No one wants to hear about your experiences with the coronavirus. No, because guess what? It's it's too earth shattering to be yeah. re- really good and save it for the comedians that actually had coronavirus. Because the amount of people, by the way, that will do jokes about coronavirus never having had coronavirus. Yeah. 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 100%. Oh, it's going to be brutal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. We've got, we got time for one more bit. Uh, One more bit. Which one do I want to go? Oh, okay. Here's one. This is just way too mean. I'm doing bits I haven't done on stage just because... Um, I haven't been on stage in fucking so long so these are what I would be working on or things that wouldn't be good or whatever I think this is again too mean um, which is uh, uh, I do yoga every day uh, in Los Angeles uh, we do yoga overlooking a tent city so homeless people are looking at me while I'm doing downward dog and while they're looking at me I can see them thinking oh what an asshole and they're right <laughs> But I don't know if that's. I think that's too LA centric, and that's also too mean because it's really, it's really leaning into the homeless population of Los Angeles, California. There is it is and a puppet yourself. That is fair. It's always important to have a puppet yourself. Sometimes after yoga, but, I pop a couple. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose you need to know 
like know the environment. I think, yeah, so you, you you want me to it's, again explain more about uh, the beautiful the the city that is Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Oh, that they are, they are. Well, they're building a lot. He's far away too. Like I don't think he's like he. I don't think like I'm on the third floor, and it's not like they're doing it. It's the building across the street. <laughs> it's insane. Right, we got to one more bit. One more bit. Oh yeah, one more bit. 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 Uh, I think the the wrestling chat was probably around ten minutes. Maybe not that long. Um. Uh, is it just me, or was there? T- um. I'm old enough to remember that uh, when threesomes were called menage a trois, uh, and then 9-11 happened, and then they became threesomes. What? What? I don't get it. I, I've done this on stage. Essentially, there was a time... You, so the sex act threesome, you're familiar with it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean... You've heard it foretold. I've seen some videos. Have you seen some videos? Have you experienced it personally, or have you just watched it? No, 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 I haven't. Mm. I, I I had a missed opportunity once. Oh, really? At uni, Shit. that I that I was I was just not just not prepared for that environment. Mm. Poor lamb. Although so, I do remember one time you getting you getting a different hotel than the hotel that a comedy club provided to host a me. Yeah, to host a lady. <laughs> yeah but that is my girlfriend i've got now is that your girlfriend you have now i forgot you were doing that show yeah that was our first kind of weekend that was yeah that was that was when we first that was when it was absolutely brand new no that was We'd, that wasn't that long that was in like 2017 we've been together two years oh your relationship was brand new i thought you were saying that's when i was a brand new comedian i'm like no you, no 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 no, no. no. No, no, that was when we were. Yeah, yes, that's that's my girlfriend now. Oh, yeah, I did do that. Why? Yeah, because they only gave a single bed. Yeah, and we, I got there. I was like, this will, this is, this is, this will not do. This it was the tiniest <laughs> room ever, and you're like, absolutely, I couldn't believe it. Like I was just like, <laughs> man, I would have just fucked in the single bed. That's who I am. That's what I bring to the table. Oh wow, little trip down memory lane. Um, but yeah, so it's one of those things where it is, I have this memory of before 2000, September 2001, threesomes were yep. referred to as menage a trois. Post 9-11, yeah. they became threesomes. Why is that? I, I think it's a punishment for France not going to the war in Iraq. America used the porn industry to remove their car blanche. Really? So that's an actual thing? I don't think it's an actual thing. It's just something I've noticed. <laughs> And I have a deep enough voice that people believe me. Yeah, you come across as the sort of person that would know the intricate details. People, yeah, no, the amount of people that just assume I know what's going on—it's—it's it's a bane of my existence because I really look like I am the leader, and I am not prepared for that role in most circumstances. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. John Hastings! 1066. Overway from... Oh, very good. Overway. That's actually the... It wasn't in Hastings, technically. The Battle of Hastings. Yep, it was, in, it was in a place called Battle. Oh yeah, I don't know if that actually is in Hastings. It wasn't called. It wasn't called Battle. It couldn't be called Battle of Battle. No, but it wasn't called Battle until the battle happened there. Oh, that's a good point, Joe. Oh, it wasn't called oh. Battle, was it? It's called Battle because that's where the battle was. Or it's called Battle, and they think, where shall we have this battle? <laughs> well, let's go to Battle. That's probably what happened, Joe. Why? Why do they always make a big point about it's not in Hastings? You know the ge- who does the geeks like I just did. Then I was copying those geeks that told me about it. I don't know. Is, it, is battle in Hastings? It's close, isn't it? Well, it's, of course, it's close. But I mean, how much space do you need for a battle? <laughs> <laughs> like, does does a battle like sort of, could it sort of take? Oh, I just had to look it up. Um, well, it's not actually well, it's not that near Hastings. But if you look, ah, see, if you look in Hastings, it's a quite a built-up area, so you couldn't be have a battle there. <laughs> so, so, so it's, <laughs> there's a big Tesco, they wouldn't be able to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very interesting. I mean, it might still count as Hastings actually, because you know, like some towns, it's sort of. Oh, no, it's definitely not Hastings. Battle Great Woods, it's called here. Ah, oh, I might have a little look into that. Bit of fun. That is a bit of fun. Well, yeah. that's what people come here for. Yeah. Battle cast. Come for the jokes. Not stay not for battle cast. In the in conjunction with Cod Pass. Cod Pass. Yep. Still in the works. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Good. Anyway, I'm just looking at my maps. Um. So I don't know what we're talking about. Have we? What, what part? What? At what point are we at? Have we just had the? Podcast? We're saying goodbye. Oh, we're saying goodbye. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hashtag Awuga John Hastings. Thanks very much for coming on. Hashtag Awuga for listening. If you like the podcast, please uh, tweet about it or anything on social media. Or go to one of my tweets about it and give it a share. That'd be nice. More people, yeah. the better. I say, Joe. That's my motto. More people, the better. Um, Absolutely. And we dropped a bonus episode on Patreon also, or we might not have quite yet. <laughs> I can't remember what order we're doing everything because we're recording a lot of stuff in one day right now. But very soon, you, it? very soon, there's going to be more content on Patreon. So go check that out. Patreon forward slash jokes with Mark. Uh, anything more from you, Joel? 
Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Awuga, everybody. Wash your hands. 